Slice Audio. On this episode of Bounce from the Roadhouse, did you know there's a Karen doll? (laughs) Yeah, we'll talk about that. Plus, we have funny misheard song lyrics. This guy speaking fluent Southern Spanish. It's the most beautiful sound you'll ever hear. Rebel couple on a Ferris wheel and another recall. Don't forget to subscribe, leave us a review and some stars. Plus, find us on Facebook, The Roadhouse with Amy and Brandon, and on TikTok, The Roadhouse Show. Bounce from the Roadhouse! So something really cool last week at the rally, Brandon, you got to open for John Party, which is really cool. Yeah, it was super cool. It was cool on multiple levels. One, to play on that big of a stage in a $2 million PA is something else to hear your voice come out of and strum your guitar or, you know, the drums get pushed through. It's it's really cool. It's a yeah. neat experience. Humongous stage. Uh, John Party had his stuff set up, and we had our stuff set up, and it was still bigger than most stages that I've played on. Amazing. So Did you huge. get to talk to him or anything like that? A little bit in passing. Yeah, for sure. Uh, he definitely wasn't, like, hiding. A lot of guys, sometimes when we open up for him, you just don't see him. They're right. either on their bus or they're somewhere else. He literally was hanging out, hanging out. They even, him, his wife, and some of his crew jumped on some golf carts along with some of the Buffalo Chip employees, and they went cruising through, you know, the whole entire area. Oh I don't, my gosh. I wasn't a part of it, but you know, you could, you know, you've done that. We've all done that. We've all cruised around Buffalo Chip, and it's fun. So, you know, he enjoyed it. And at one point, I was, I was walking, I was like, what's up, man? How's it going, John Party? And he goes, it's dry up here. <laughs> And he started coughing. I was like, yeah. Dry? Yeah, that's what he said. flipping humid. Yeah, well, not from, you know, if you're from, he's actually from California, but I think he's been living around Nashville. But but anyway. That's really humid there. So I say all that, and uh, at first I was kind of like, maybe this guy's kind of rude. You know, like, he he would just kind of be sitting there, just kind of hanging out, not really saying anything, just... And then after a while, I realized, you know what? I don't think he's rude. I think he's just such a down-to-earth, normal dude that he's like, what? You know what I mean? Like, he just sits. He's he just being a dude. You know? Yeah. He just He's not he, – he doesn't – like, why does he have to get up and entertain us right now? He don't, I guess. I don't know what I was expecting. He just you know wants to I mean? be one of the guys. Yeah, exactly. They had a rolling green room. It was kind of cool because their green room was set up with coolers that say John Party on. They had a TV up that they were watching TV on. There's like a mobile bar that you could tell doors open up, and there's like bottles of whiskey and different drinks you can mix and make up and whatever. And his wife, oh my goodness, she's gorgeous. What a beautiful woman. Inside and out, too. Her personality, you could see, just glows. She was so nice. And uh, I don't know if they were fighting or what, but somebody said she was a little mad at John because he seemed a little too interested in the bikini competition. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Which, honestly, if you have a wife that beautiful inside and out, I don't know. It'd be kind of, I guess you're looking at the bikini competition probably going, ah, yeah, my wife's hotter. Yep. <laughs> you know? Well, she just had hormones. She's pregnant. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So, yeah, it's it's crazy. That's what they said. They think she was pregnant. Maybe she's just being jelly. I don't know. That's so cool. But They're just like all the other couples. Exactly. You know? Just normal as, as they come, you know. What, is, what I think was cool is like my tour bus was parked right next to his tour bus, and they were almost exactly the same, except for like his was a real one and mine was a 2000 Ford Excursion. There's a debate online, Brandon. Oh, yeah? We get sucked into these things all the time. Mm-hmm. And there's even scientists involved now. Great. People are debating whether a straw has one hole 
or two holes? Hmm. Hmm. It's tough. I'm saying one. You're saying two. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I get, I get the reasoning behind the one. I do, and I, I kind of agree with it too, because there is just one hole. It's a continuous hole. It's one long hole. One long hole, and that's it. But when you suck fluid in it, there's an in hole and there's an out hole. No, it's all one hole. Is there? It's is going it? in and out the same hole. So <laughs> your mouth it's a tube. is just one hole? It's a tube. <laughs> yeah. It's I mean, a tube of one hole. So are, are there even any holes in the straw? It's just a tube. It's not a hole. Because you've had holes in your straw. You can't suck nothing through your straw. <laughs> if you have a hole in your shirt, are you saying there's two holes? Because there's one on each side. No, see, that's different. No, it's not. It is because it's not a cylinder like a straw. Straw is longer. It is under a microscope. What? <laughs> what? What? I don't know. I'm trying to sound smart. Yeah, no. Uh, no. I See, I, I could see this being explained by a scientist where it's one hole, but it's a thick hole, right? It's a deep hole. <laughs> yeah. Boy, so I almost, why. I need a cigarette and I don't even smoke. <laughs> But I, I don't know. It's a lot. It's a mind bender if you really sit there and think about it. But, you know, I think there's two holes. There's one in and there's one out. Mm. What's funny, here's a little portion of what the scientists are saying. This is interesting because boomers, baby boomers, are saying one hole. Millennials are saying two. Wow. They were able to break that data down. That's Millennials weird. are smarter. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, my generation's not even involved. No. Because you can't, you just can't figure it out. No, it's one hole, I think. <laughs> and there is an answer. There's an actual scientific answer. They're saying it's one hole. It no. says it right here. It's wrong. In the study. Right here. It's wrong. Scientists they say, don't know crap. It's complicated, but here's one simple way of putting it. There are two circles at each end of the straw. The whole thing is the same circle. If you squish down a straw, it'll look more like a ring or a washer, and there will be one hole. Who came up with this question anyways? Who know. did this? Somebody that partook of the devil's lettuce, yeah, probably. Yeah. And now look where we're at. All right, we just finished up a really stupid conversation about <laughs> whether a straw has one hole or two holes. I can I can be convinced either way. Scientists say one hole and the debate online is fifty fifty. Nobody knows. Yeah. But scientists have backed it up one hole. So I was right and you were wrong. I guess. There you go. (laughs) But now that scientists have spent time answering the question about the straws, that's going to bring us to the topic of our next Roadhouse 5. Top five other questions experts must answer now that we know how many holes a straw has. The Roadhouse. One, two, three, four, five. Number five. What is on the outside of outer space? Whoa. Whoa, bro. Whoa. Number four, does a staircase go up or down? Dude. Number three, is there another word for thesaurus? (laughs) Number two, if you decide to be indecisive, which are you? Oh my gosh, that hurts my brain. And finally, top five other questions experts must answer now that we know how many holes a straw has. Number one, if you weigh 99 pounds... And eat a pound of nachos. Are you 1% nacho? One, two, three, four, five. It's a new trend. And these trends, they're always dumb. 
mostly yes. But this one, <laughs> the, stupid. The last one we talked about was about pink sauce on TikTok. People yeah. were dipping chicken in pink sauce. It's really weird. Look like pepto like, bismol. Now it's taping your mouth shut while you sleep. <laughs> it's called it's called mouth taping. Oh yeah. And it's it's trending right now. It's supposed to help you breathe through your nose and that's supposed to be good for you, I guess. Hmm. It's supposed to be healthier. Wow. Well, I can't believe you don't tape your mouth, Amy. I mean <laughs> I think you should tape your mouth right now. No. It's not gonna happen. <laughs> Some people swear by it. Nope. No, just for health reasons. Yeah. There's risks, of course. So most doctors do not suggest it. See, I would be super claustrophobic if I taped my mouth shut. The option to be able to take a deep breath through your mouth is always nice to have. Mm-hmm. Once you tape your mouth shut, that option is gone. <laughs> it's, you know? it's funny because Brandon and I have these mics on with headphones. Yeah. Yeah. And when we're working in here, the mics are on. Yep. We still have our headphones on. We can hear each other breathing. Yeah. Mostly <laughs> just you. But yeah. No, yeah, you. No, I hear no, you. Dude. No. And you have a little whistle in your I nose. I even like shut my mic off and let us listen to you breathe. Whatever. That's what I do. Is it relaxing to listen to me breathe? Is no. it ASMR? No, it sounds more like asthma or, Whatever. you know, something like. <laughs> no, it's not like that. I'm just kidding. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> well, nose breathing does have some health benefits. So we're doing yeah. ourselves good here. Uh, mainly, it, it produces more nitric oxide in your body, which widens your blood vessels huh. and helps circulate oxygen through your body. I wonder why the nose does that and the mouth don't. I don't know. Hmm. They say it could be dangerous, though, if like you get congested in your sleep and your mouth shut. Yeah. You're basically suffocating yourself yeah, while you sleep. NBD. Or, or if you puke in the middle of the night, it says. Who pukes in the middle of the night? Um, people who party. All right. Really? Yeah. You've never heard of that? No, that's horrible. Coming out of the rally, people puke in the middle of the night, Amy. Hello. In their sleep. Oh, you pass out. Yeah, you pass out. You always, if you have a passed out friend, you always roll them into the recovery position on their side in case wow. they start puking. You, I can't believe I'm breaking new ground with you here. I yeah. can't believe that. You drowned. It's so pe- some people wake up and they have puke on them? From uh, the- you know, I, I can't speak from experience here. I don't know personally. Wow. But, but that's the rumor. Or if you have sleep apnea, they say not to tape your mouth shut. I don't know why you would. Don't don't you wear a sleep I apnea do. mask? I do, and what I like it. What would be it. like if you taped your mouth shut? So, but I use a nose one, um, uh. so I do breathe through my nose every single night, and I don't have to tape or wear because it came with like a weird headset thing that like I'd wear over my head and it holds my jaw shut. Yeah. Um, but it don't work because I have a beard, you know. So I just don't use it, and I just keep my mouth shut when I sleep. I guess. And throw that nose thing, na- nose cannula, into my into my nasal cavities and uh, let it run amok. It's I love it. Ah, uh, well. Anyways, if it has trend behind it, probably don't do it. It's dumb. I think we should try this whole mouth taping thing though in our next meeting. Uh, for definitely a couple people. Okay, Brandon, we're all waiting. Is there a baby Brandon in the oven or what? No. Oh, no, we're so far away. But we did make the appointment to get Menards hooked up. So, yeah, it'll be a good time. Wow, the way you you talk, it's just... Yeah. Yeah, hey, I mean, what are you supposed to say? But anyways, it's going to be a pretty invasive surgery. Uh, I don't believe they know what they're getting into. You know what I mean? I was like... Very invasive? Oh, sure, yeah. 
Well, they got to get in there and they've got to take the two straws and hook them back together again and make sure fluid's flowing through it. Wow, that's so invasive. Two of them. Yeah. And I don't want to be offensive when I talk about my invasive, but they're pretty much you got to clean them up, take it, them in. It kind of sounds like you're getting LASIK surgery on your eyes. It is. It is kind of, yeah. but different. It's mm-hmm. a little bit more invasive because so, it's, you know, inside. So then how long do we have to wait after that? They say you got to uh, you got to get right back on the saddle right away, uh, but I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I just hope it works. So, it, there's a really good chance this might not work. When's the appointment? It is September something something or another. So the day after, we know yeah. that it could happen. Well, yeah, they'll know right away. Like they're they're going to pull samples as they're hooking the cords up and see if the the old boys are still working. You Can't know? they just hook some jumper cables up to it and? I would rather they didn't. (laughs) I mean, I don't want to kill them, you know. But, yeah, so once they get to flowing, they'll make sure everything's working good, and then pretty much you got to get right up on that saddle. They're going to open those cattle gates, you know. Put me out to pasture. No more of a gilding, you know. Free-range little Brandons. A stallion again. Whoa, better watch out. Ladies are going to come running. It's branding season. Well, it's going to be. All right. Money's money, right? Yeah. And have you ever heard the saying of course you have i don't care about the money it's the principle of it yeah yeah i agree with it well this guy is a hero when it comes to that okay he's 66 years old he lives in india and he just won a lawsuit that he filed 22 years ago and the amount of money he's fighting for is 25 cents a a quarter (laughs) okay so back in 1999 he bought two train tickets for this very short trip through northern india Combined, they only cost 70 rupees. Wow. <laughs> 70 okay. rupees, or about 88 cents. Okay. So he gave the train station cashier 100 rupee note, and then they shortchanged him. Whoa. He only got 10 rupees back. What the? So they should have given him 30. But when he told the cashier, they refused to give him the rest. So Whoa. he sued the train company for 20 rupees, or 25 cents in yeah. our money. So over the past 22 years, he's gone to 120 court hearings over this. Oh, my gosh. Even his family begged him to drop it, but he just couldn't. I wouldn't either. So the judge finally ruled in his favor. The company has to pay him 25 cents plus 12% interest. What? Which is $3.03. Well. So he made some money, but it gets better. The judge also ordered the company to pay him $188 in fines, so... You know, he's getting 190 bucks. There you go. I uh, I mean, I kind of I agree with him. What I think blows me away about this is I can see how the family would be like, dude, let it go. You know, kids, dad, stop. You know, whatever, everybody, stop. This is dumb. Over a quarter, come on. You know, but the reality is, is why did the court system let this go on so long? I don't long? know. Why wouldn't they have just come in and been like, give him the 25 cents, give him the 30 rubies or whatever, and let's just call it a day. You know what I mean? Like, why are you, why are we arguing about this? This reminds me of something that D-Ray would do. Yeah. Well, I would do it too. I'd be like, because that kind of stuff makes me mad because it is the principle of the fact. It isn't about how much money it is. It could have been $2,500, could have been 20 cents, 25 cents. doesn't matter. The point is you shortchanged me and you shouldn't just because of your power, because you're in a, you're a company. No. I wish I could talk to this guy. I want to know what he's going to spend the 190 bucks on. Did he take it home to his family? He's like, we're going to whatever. We're going to yeah. Disneyland. Or well, Maybe he'll buy like a season pass so he doesn't have to pay for bus rides anymore. 
So we talked with Uncle Bob. We got our gossip for today. And one of the wrong lines of gossip was Cardi B says her secret to healthy hair is beer, when actually it's onions. Eh? She boils onions and then uses that water to wash her hair. Sick. I know. You would think it would smell. And she said it doesn't have a smell. The heck it don't. No kidding. I guess maybe if you boil it out, maybe that's the, the, the get up here. So she's boiling it out. So the scent when she's doing it is probably there. But she gets all the enzymes and whatever in the heck is in onions. I don't know. But her house has got to smell like onions. Yeah, that's what I mean. And that's probably why she doesn't, oh, it doesn't smell. You're just kind of used to it. Yeah. You know? I bet people walk in her house, they're like, oh my gosh, what are you cooking? I'm nothing, I'm just going to nope. wash my hair. Just washing my hair. <laughs> it's really gross. And then do you like, hold on, does she like boil it and then take it over to the sink and like dip her head in it? You know what I mean? Like what's the process? I, for one, will voluntarily go and help. Oh my goodness. I would say <laughs> that she puts it in like a big thermos or something and then takes it into the shower yeah maybe well yeah because if she did it in the kitchen she's gonna have to go get a bucket and a mop oh my god you know she probably has servants <laughs> yeah maybe so they help her out yeah but there's scientific stuff to back this there's actual science behind this and you know what i've actually kind of read a little bit about this but mm. i've always been afraid to try it i guess the high sulfur content in an onion supposedly aids in the regeneration of hair follicles hmm. and its antifungal properties are believed to help maintain scalp health. So I need to take an onion, cut it in half and rub it on the top of my head. Yeah. Let's go, baby. Grow. Grow, baby. Grow. I dare you to try it. I might. Will it make you hungry, though? No, I don't really like onions. What? Yeah. Onions make everything taste good. You know, maybe I'll put some onion rings up there. That might make me hungry. I've always wondered this, what celebrities, you know, like when they first make it, when they get their mm-hmm. first big chunk of change, like that big paycheck, yeah. what did they do with it? Because wow. we have this conversation all the time, if we won the lottery, what would we do? Right. And so they have a list of what these celebrities did. So Donald Glover, he went and bought Gushers. <laughs> What? That's, isn't that a candy? Like the company? He said he wasn't allowed to have candy as a kid, so he just went and bought some. Some hmm. Gushers. I guess it's the simple things, you know? Jennifer Lopez went out and bought a Mercedes. Well, that's, I think with stars like that, it's life-changing money. So, like, they probably are broke living, you know, paycheck to paycheck in a mobile home, maybe even in their car, maybe even in a hotel. You know what I mean? And And then all of a sudden they get this check, and it's like, they could go buy a house, like, write a check for a house yeah. you know and so their life forever changes it's wild nicole kidman bought a pair of boots the coolest boots she's ever seen in her life uh tiffany had it she bought candy as well she bought a big box of snickers and lollipops there was jolly rancher sticks blow pops and corn nuts it'd be like nowadays it'd be like the first thing they do is go to the gas pumps fill yeah. up their car yeah no i kidding. could finally fill up my car <laughs> this is what brad pitt did He bought a period craftsman chair and a Frank Lloyd Wright wannabe lamp. Wow, what a nerd. (laughs) Yeah, what a nerd. (laughs) Tom Cruise paid for his sister's college tuition. That's cool. That's prettybomb.com. Then his next check, he bought his other sister a car. Wow. Little Nas X took his family bowling. Huh, I mean... So weird. Whatever. You know what I mean? Like, let's go celebrate. What do you guys want to do? They don't, you don't even know. You know what I mean? Like, you're, you're, 
your mental capacity is let's go bowling. You could probably go do something funner. Or I not saying bowling's not fun, but you know what I mean? Like you're sure you guys don't want to go to yeah. Paris or go, something? Go big, guys. Go big. Let's go to the beach. No, no, no. Let's go bowling. Weird. It's on me. Everybody's bowling for free. And you can all get nachos. You can buy the bowling alley or you can just go bowling. There's a story about like um, Billy Ray Cyrus when don't uh, achy break your heart hit big. I mean, he was broke, right? It takes a little bit for that cycle to kind of, it explodes. And then by the time that money comes in, so he gets this check for like, million. I mean, it was a huge check, right? And at that, up until that point, he had no money, you know, and was driving around like a Chevy Beretta or something like that. And here comes this check and his life changed. And the, I heard this on a podcast and they were talking about what he actually did with that check, but he like, if forever, he went and bought land. He bought a house and land and parked the Beretta on it and never drove it again because he went and bought cars and everything else. Wow. Makes me wonder what I would do, you know? Yeah. I got some ideas. So we talked about celebrities and what they did with their very first big check. But what would we do? Like, what would you do if you got a really big check for doing like a, a job or something? Or like you did a show and they gave you like $1.8 million. That's a lot. And I would um, sell my house as I'm walking over to buy another one because <laughs> I'm getting a shop with a lift where I can lift up a freaking tour bus. I can lift up my motor home. I could work out under my cars because I like doing that stuff, but I don't like crawling under them. But yeah. yeah. You talk about that all the time, having a shop. Yeah. I just, it'd be a big heated shop with probably a, uh, you know, it'd be a barn dominium. Why yeah. not? You know? Yeah. Well, I would do many things, but I think the first thing I would do was go to the beach. Yeah. I want to go to the beach and I want to take a big stack of books and I just want to lay there and listen to the waves and read the books and have somebody serve me. That is so boring. Oh my no, gosh. it is not. No, that, that is, is lame relaxing. Sauce. That is lame sauce. That is like life meditation. Um, yeah. I would just try to set myself up for a better future. You know what I mean? Like by buying that house or the shop on a little piece of land. And can I make money doing that stuff? Can I, you know make my life and other people's lives easier by helping people out by doing that then then that's what i'm all about like enough land to hunt on and then it'd be fun to do guided hunting and stuff like that like that would be cool so the the shop and the house would be number one what would be the second thing you would do well i'd definitely take the family on vacation like all of my family we would go on a huge vacation i don't know where necessarily but you know it could be a cruise it could be a my, I've got two brothers and their families, and I would take. I would try to take everybody. The second thing I would do after I got back from Cancun for a month, mm-hmm. <laughs> I would probably just pay off all the bills. Oh yeah, that, I, I guess I figured that stuff is like a duh. You like know what pay I mean? the electric bill a year in advance, yeah. like that kind of thing, so you don't have to worry about it. Yeah, you can just travel. Yeah. It'd be really hard because whatever the electrical bill, your gas bill, all that stuff, that's the only stuff that won't go away, right? Right. And taxes every year. So how do you say, here? here's, you know, $100,000, just let me know. Yeah, just <laughs> let me know when it runs out. Just let me know when it runs out. You should be good. <laughs> yeah, due to my calculations, I pay you about $150 a month for electric. Yeah, cool. So $150, so this should be enough for about 10, 15 years. Talk to you then. Yeah, <laughs> I don't or know. Or just have it automatically come out. 
Yeah, and just put it in the have different accounts that are electric, gas, whatever. Just auto. Yeah. Oop, it's getting low. Shovel some money in there. Just no more worries. No yeah. more worries. Akuna Matata. Get this, Brandon. Okay. While there's still no cure for COVID, yeah. scientists are focusing on this now. Oh. Science has proven that thinking hard <laughs> makes people feel tired. Why do you say it like that? It's like hard. what? Hard. Like you really emphasize the hard. How am I supposed to say it? It's like thinking hard. You know, it's not a big okay, deal. Okay, redo. So. Science has proven that thinking hard makes people feel tired. <laughs> that was even worse. But all right, <laughs> you really raised up the thinking hard on that one. You're making me think hard now. Yeah, but anyway, so carry but on. But you get it, you get it. So researchers in France, they've been spending time on this, and they found that when the brain performs intense cognitive work, now beware there's nerd language here. Okay, okay ready? Typically for a few hours or longer, when you when you think hard about things, mm-hmm. it can cause potentially toxic byproducts, and that can build up in your prefrontal cortex. Jeez. And think, that causes fatigue. That made me tired. You saying that made me tired. I let some gas go in my prefrontal <laughs> vortex. Yeah, I do Poisonous feel- Poisonous gas. I do feel a little tired after pronouncing yeah. it. Yeah. Wow. Big words. So the question is, is thinking hard? Thinking hard. Did I say it right? Is <laughs> it poisoning your brain? <laughs> they Probably. say not really, but kind of. That's so, wild. You know, I don't even want to go near it. To be honest, my thing is, is like that's kind of weird because I would think the muscle of the brain, the brain is a muscle, and working it hard would would make it stronger. You know what I mean? Like, hey, if you can't do any sit ups, keep working at it. All of a sudden, sit ups aren't that hard. If you work your brain hard enough, good things are going to come out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, something like that. My thing is, is like I've worked jobs where it was physically demanding. You're tired at the end of the day, physically, and I've worked jobs where it was more mental. You know, like you are on the computer all day, you're building, for me, it was like building trucks or, you know, working on the sales stuff or looking for trucks, a lot of Google searches, things like that. And at the end of the day, I was more tired from the mental side of things than I would have been stacking block all day at the block plant, you know? Right. I would rather go do physical demanding. That's just how my body's built, I think. Yeah. Comparing this job to my last job, this job is more fun for me where I get to create things that I like, things that are fun and funny. My last job, you know, I worked in human resources and had to build, you know, slides, like boring human resource slides to, you know, present in front of people. And I actually had to research and and work hard. It was hard. And I was tired all the time. No wonder. That's why. And I, I remember thinking when I got a job in sales one time, I was like, oh, I'm going to go to the gym all the time because I won't be so tired. I'll be able to go work out. By the end of the day, I was so freaking tired. I'm like, I don't want to go to the gym. I'm shot. And I hadn't do it, done anything. It was just mentally hard. Parts of my body can't take the hard. But in all seriousness, there's people out there like doctors and stuff that really have to think. And it can be tough doing that day after day. So what's our solution for for people that have to think hard? I don't know, man. Go do some push-ups and sit-ups. Maybe that'll release different toxins in your body to make it less hard. Well, scientists did figure that as well. Oh. There's a hack. It's called rest. I've always wondered this when you go to the store if the cashiers are like, oh, it looks like it's going to be a good night for her. Or, wow, she must be in a really, you know, she must be having a bad day. Or (laughs) just by the things that you're buying. Or if you're buying, like, the naughty stuff, you know, like Mm -hmm. the, you know, they come in the... The condom? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Or, like, tampax. Like, you throw up a a box of tampax and a bottle of wine, 
You know, what, yeah. what is what is the cashier thinking? And I guess they really do. There's a thread on Reddit. <laughs> of course, Reddit always has good stuff like this. But they do judge us. Hmm. And here's a list of things that they judge us on. Parents who buy booze and cigarettes but scream at their kids to put, like, a bottle of juice or a candy back. Yeah. Let's see. Lottery tickets, especially when people blow through the money that the cashier makes on their entire shift just in a couple minutes of lottery tickets. No, for real. Yeah. Uh, anything in a large amount. One cashier once had a person buy 15 cases of Red Bull. Oh, my gosh. Wow. That's like something Dylan would do. Yeah. Straight gas, bro. <laughs> a cashier at a pet store said they've judged people who buy a pet and the cheapest, trashiest food there is. Man. Yeah. I I mean, I, I suppose it's hard not to judge, right? I mean, but do you hold on to that judge? That's where, as a cashier, I think you have problems. Where, like, it, your immediate reaction is, oh, that's, oh, she's on her period and she's drinking wine. <laughs> and then, or if you go home and you're like, check it out, this so-and-so came in today, guess who's on the moon? You know, it's like, no. True, yeah. You know, that's too far. <laughs> but especially in a small town, could you imagine needing, like, hemorrhoid cream? Oh, and you my got, gosh. You got to run down to the Piggly Wiggly. And you know that Karen, your sister's best friend, is working at the register. And you're like, crap, I really need this hemorrhoid cream. She goes on Facebook, hey, guess who I just saw? I saw Brandon Jones buying some Preparation H. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, makes a post, hope your butt's doing better. You know? Thank you so much. Can I take a selfie real quick? And you're holding up Preparation H box in the middle of it. All I have to say is thank God for grocery delivery and grocery pickup. Yeah, but your name's still on it. You don't have to look people in the face. Yeah, but they're driving around saying, I'm picking up Preparation H for Amy Rose. <laughs> All right, it's time for TikTok Talk. And this one's really funny. Um, there's a Canadian politician, okay? And he's up mm -hmm. there doing his big spiel. His name is Doug Ford, okay? Okay. And he's, he's talking. He seems like the nicest guy, too, so... He's talking, and all of a sudden, this bee is flying around his face and ends up <laughs> in his mouth mid sentence. In mid sentence, yep. he starts gagging on this bee. Yikes. And he, keep in mind, he's got this big crowd of people out in front. Oh yeah, yeah. This is like somebody's worst nightmare. Oh yeah. He ends up swallowing the bee, and he said he can feel the bee like buzzing around in his stomach. Oh. Let, let's play the the sounder for you. Yeah. It's coming from the health sector. <laughs> I just swallowed a bee. Oh this is going to be replayed over and over again. He's wedged to my throat. Sorry, guys. A little bugger got away in there. Oh, I'm, I'm okay. He's buzzing in there. Man, he went right down the hatch. <laughs> this is a classic, okay? This is, sorry. Oh, this is a good one. I'm going to be howling tonight watching this tape. I'll be rushing to the hospital to get this bee out of here. It's funny. The first thing that comes to his mind is this is going to be replayed over and over. He knows all yep. the cameras are on him. The phones are out. Poor yep. guy. Oh, yep. my gosh. That is a bummer. I mean, I've done that on stage. You know, I'm not a bee, thank God. But it's like you're singing. You go to take a breath. You know, you, you, you whatever, you know, and it's like there goes a bug and you really have to keep singing. So it's like you've got a bug drenched with your own saliva in your mouth oh, and you're just so singing. Gross. So you try to spit it out in between words, you know, or you swallow it. You know, I don't know. Oh, no. I probably got skeeters in my lungs and I don't even know. We'll post this video on our Facebook, but you can also go to TikTok and just type in Canadian politician B and it pops right up. It's, it's super hilarious. funny.
Have you ever been an Axe body spray user? Yep, yep, I have. Uh huh. I can't say as if I went to the store purposely was like, I'm getting me some Axe body spray. I think I got it as a gift. Did you wear Affliction clothing when you wore the Axe body spray? No, I have my levels, Amy, that I won't stoop to, okay? <laughs> There's some men at the rally mm-hmm. that wear the Affliction clothes, you know? <laughs> yeah, tight, tight shirt. Yeah, they get on their fancy brand new Harley. Yeah, yeah. And they smell like Axe body spray usually. You only got to assume they also practice mixed martial arts or something like that. Probably. Do something. Probably. I wonder if that's this guy. I wonder if he was getting ready to come to the Sturgis rally. Maybe. Because this guy stole five cans of Axe body spray. Wow. A total value of $32.45. And he got away with it, Brandon. Way to go. He is on the run right now. Congratulations. I wonder how much Axe body spray he's gone through so far. I mean, honestly, I'd say let him go. <laughs> I don't know. What do, what do you know what like, I mean? Just like, just let him steal the Axe body spray? Yeah. Why would you just steal that? Why not steal something good? Well... I don't know. I mean, I, I like Axe body spray. I don't think it's bad. Well, he's obviously single. Not for long. You know, when not with Axe body spray. Wow, Brandon. The girls are, come a-running. Do you still use it? No, I don't, actually. Are you lying? I actually, what I preferred better than that was the even cheaper, the hot bod <laughs> spray. Hot bod. Like I the used, dollar store brand? Oh, yeah. I got a bottle oh, of yeah. it in a gift bag, like a white elephant gift bag one time. And I jokingly sprayed myself with it and was like, hey, I kind of like that smell. And so I used to spray myself with it before every show. Like wow. I'd give me one little puff. And I've been out of it for like a year. What cologne do you use? Cinch Sport. Cinch Sport. Where do you get that? You can buy it anywhere. Boot Barns, Triple Do you know what cologne will make me fall down and just cry? Fierce. In a good way? It's fierce from Abercrombie and Fitch. Oh, no, it's expensive, but if a man has that on, I will just pass out in front of them. Abercrombie and Fitch? Yeah, especially oh. if they have their hat on backwards when it's on. Oh, my God. Oh, take me to heaven. That's disgusting. Did you ever play with Barbies? I mean, yeah. You did? <laughs> I mean, I, it's not like I went home and was like, gosh, I can't wait till I get home to play with my Barbie and Ken doll. But I would go to like daycare, hang out with friends who, you know, were girls, like my mom's friends were girls or whatever. And that's what we were playing with. I was Barbies and Kens and whatever. I I, roll with the flow. I loved my Barbies. I bet you did. Yeah. I grew up in Enning, South Dakota. You know that small little blink of a town. Enning of the world. Mm -hmm, Out there by Union Center. And me and my friend Michelle, we played Barbies every day. Oh, yeah. And it was crazy. Like, we had all of the accessories. like the, yeah, the, the dollhouse and the Corvette mm-hmm. and the van. Yeah, and the motorhome. What? Mm-hmm. It was wow. so much fun. We loved it. Did you have Ken? Oh, yeah. Yeah, did, we had to have husbands. Did they fight? Yeah, and sometimes they switched. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, when you're a kid, you just don't oh, know, you know. You know? Yeah. But now there's a Karen doll. Oh, wow. So kids are going to be playing with Karen dolls. <laughs> that sounds like a nagging good time. What's its arch nemesis? Joe the manager. (laughs) Joe the manager. That's funny. Joe the manager. And it looks like Karen's wearing like a, she's wearing a visor. She's wearing like this flowery button up shirt and some capris. Oh, of course. And she's got her hands on her hips. Always. That is ironically (laughs) 
Very descriptive. You know, there's some people listening right now that are looking in the mirror at their outfit going, I am not a Karen. And her shirt says, live, love, laugh on it. (laughs) That is hilarious. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. And then Joe, the manager, is wearing a red vest, a mask, and he's carrying a clipboard. They're $18 a piece. They're four inches tall. I want to talk to a manager about that. But you can get both for $34. That's still... I want these. So you save two bucks because you get both? That's BS. 18 bucks. I want to talk to a supervisor about that because there's no way I need to be spending 18 bucks on a freaking Karen doll and its arch nemesis for 34 bucks. Ooh, I saved two bucks. Thanks a lot. I wonder what kind of accessories will come with Karen. Like, what does her dream house look like? Just an arm that comes up with a pointing finger. Maybe a pull string out the back that just goes nag, 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 nag. She's got a dog with like booties on and a vest. Yeah, inside her little dog carrier thing. Yeah. Yep. She's single. That or she's got a husband that's sitting at home going, I messed up. She's got a water bed. <laughs> I see Karen sleeping in a water bed. Yeah. That she got for free because they sent her the wrong package. <laughs> what kind of car does she drive? Like a, a Prius? Possibly a Prius or like a minivan of some kind. She don't even have kids. Did you ever take Spanish in high school? <laughs> I actually did, but I got kicked out. What was your Spanish name? Ruben. Ruben. <laughs> Mine was Lucia. <laughs> sure it was. I loved Spanish class. I actually kind of liked it too. I'm kind of bummed I got kicked out, but yeah. Last time I went to Mexico with my brother, he remembered everything. Wow. Like everything that you learn in Spanish class. He was like talking to people. I'm, I'm like, fluent. what in the world? Yeah. Uh, it was crazy. Way to go. I was I was pretty impressed. So I came across this video on YouTube of this southern guy he's got like one of those southern draws like it's real deep where mm-hmm. he can't even understand his english <laughs> but he's speaking fluent spanish okay and i i want you to hear it okay hola mis amigos como están todos ustedes hoy el 18 de septiembre 2017 es un día muy importante saben por qué Porque es el día en el que me enteré de donde viene el sabor de... What in the world? (laughs) (laughs) That's the funniest thing I know. (laughs) I would love to listen to that. I can't understand any of it. (laughs) No, no. You almost want to. You almost feel like you kind of do because of the accent. (laughs) I heard por favor. I, I didn't hear anything, but I, I, don't, I don't even know if I I'm right about that. I started laughing at the first word. <laughs> just because of his accent. It's so funny. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Amo mia camineto. What's that? I love my truck. I would assume that's what he said. Oh, okay. I don't know. Let's go sling some mud. Yeah. That's what he said. But I looked up something to say in Spanish. Did you? That was your homework? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I looked up. That's what I looked up. What, What's yeah. that? Say it. I love my truck. Oh, that's what you look. I'm on me camioneta. Wow. Um, I looked up this one. Brandon usa tenga y se chupa el dedo. So what does that mean? Something about me. Brandon wears a thong and sucks his thumb. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's funny because I looked up this one. Amy es una basura. You have to yeah. say it. Amy Asuna Basora. And what does that mean? Amy is a turd. Oh, nice. <laughs> Big Basora. Just like the the thing my brother told me to yell <laughs> from the balcony in Mexico. Yes. 
Yeah. If you didn't hear that that episode of The Roadhouse, we were in Cabo San Lucas, and we were on the balcony, and my brother's like, I dare you to yell, Sedote Grande Duele. And I did it as loud as I could go, and all these people looked up at me, and it turns out it means Big Turd Hurts. <laughs> now say it in the southern accent. Hola, mis amigos. Como están todos ustedes? Okay, it's time for funny and misheard song lyrics. We got a rock, paper, scissors to see uh, who, who goes first. Ready? Right. One, one, two, two three. three. Oh. Oh, paper. One, two, three. <laughs> you rocked oh, me. Oh, yes. So you I get first. to choose. I get yeah. to choose. I get to do you first. What? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, ready? <laughs> this is Outcast. Hey, yeah. Oh, yeah. I love this song. It used to be my favorite. <laughs> What is it? Wait, can I hear that one more time? Sorry, I was thinking about the next line. One, two, three, Baby, don't mess around because she loves me so, and this I know for sure. But does she really want to see me walk out that door? Bing, ding, 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 ding. What are the words again? Well, I don't know. It's really hard to. It's really hard to sing the song without the beat. I'll sing along with it. You start that. I'll miss. I won't miss a word. My baby don't mess around because she loves me so, and this I know for sure. Wow, you got it. Oh, yeah. That's my jam. Oh, my gosh. That's my jam. I love that song. Wow. Singing it to my kids before they go to bed. Ding, ding, ding. You got one right. I'm kind of worried. You should be, because this next song might be a blur. (laughs) So what song is it? Uh, It's a song by Blur, song number two. Okay. No, it wasn't. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Can I listen to that again? Yes, you can. No, it wasn't. I got my head check and ate some kombucha. Not even close. Nope. It wasn't easy. It wasn't easy. Yep. But nothing is. But nothing is. Yeah. Woo-hoo! I know that yep, part. That's good. I got my head checked by a jumbo jet. Oh, by wow. a jumbo jet. Like I'm going to know that. Well, I'm just saying. You know, that's the name of the game. Well, you win this time, Brandon. Well, I got my head checked <laughs> by a jumbo jet. I like my version better. I eat kombucha. I eat kombucha. Well, you really don't eat kombucha. No, I've got diarrhea. You drink it. Yeah. I think one of my biggest fears is getting burglarized. Yeah. I know it would never happen at my house because I got the camera, the doorbell thing, and the dog that barks at birds that fly by. Yeah. So I think I'm safe there. You can hear the dog barking from down the street. Yeah. But... What if I didn't have the dog? You know, I'd, yeah. I'd still be a little worried about that. Like back in the day when I was younger, I hear little noises like the house settling, and I'm like, somebody's somebody's in the house. Um, I have the same problem. Two dogs that bark at everything, but they almost bark at stuff so much. Like I'm like, ah, there's nothing going on. Somebody could be walking into my camper, uh, stealing all of our stuff, and I'm like, dogs are just barking, you know. But I, I'm also not too materialistic. So like if, if say I was gone. 
and it had the, do- the dogs with me. Somebody t- comes into my house, takes that brand new TV that I just took three tries at and finally got, and walks out the house with it. I'm not going to be too mad. What? I'll be mad. Like, gosh dang it, because it's more of an inconvenience. You know what I mean? And I'm out the the 1300 bucks I spent on this TV. But it's like, I'm not, I don't really care. You come in, take a couch, take a couple drinks, take a couple glasses of water, I don't, whatever. Whatever you want, man. I I don't, I'm not saying please come and rob me. What I'm saying is yeah, like, I was going to say, man, this is a invitation to go rob I think, Brandon. I think the biggest thing is as long as my family is safe, they don't harm my dogs or take like some things that I need to function in life, like the computer, I need the guitars, you know, things like that. Like that, then it, then it What else suck. do you have in your house? Why don't we just tell everybody? I'm terrified of getting burglarized, and I came across this information. This is four tips from burglars actual burglars on how to protect your home from getting burglarized the first one is use a wireless alarm system because Mm -hmm. burglars can easily cut the wires on a less advanced system they can just snip it and it's deactivated the second thing is put your front porch light on a timer if you leave the light on for 24 hours a day while you're on vacation that's a target Mm. that's a dead giveaway that you're not home and the third thing is, if you're going to get a guard dog, make sure it's mean. See, yeah. my dog sounds mean. Yeah. Do yours sound mean? Yeah. That's well, funny. I mean, it's a German Shepherd in a, in a lab, Coon Pyrenees. My so dog is scary, look, actually. They look vicious. They're probably not. And the fourth thing is, keep your valuable stuff out of your bedroom. Burglars usually get in and out in less than 10 minutes, and they usually have a good chunk of their stuff that comes from the bedroom. Jewelry, credit cards, weapons, everything. All your valuables are always right there with you in your bedroom. Yeah, yeah, usually. Put yeah. it somewhere else. That's what they say. I do. Good. I won't tell you where. <laughs> so what else you got in your house, Brandon? Oh, if, if they snuck into my basement down in the corner where I have a million-dollar painting just sitting there, <laughs> you have the then Mona I'm going to be so mad. Yeah. <laughs> you got a, got a Picasso hanging in your house? Yeah, yep. Man, that would be cool, wouldn't it? Actually, I do have some really nice paintings downstairs. Do you? Yeah, by Matt Thrash. Picked them up at a rummage sale for like three or four bucks, but they're probably worth a lot more. Today is National Bad Poetry Day. Yeah, and we I love like it. we like to celebrate these national days all the time, especially this one. But like bad poetry, what do you mean? Like, is it poetry taking out of context? Is it? Like horrible poetry, like people who have wrote stuff and nobody's that's like that's actual poetry, dude. You just wrote a couple bad sentences. <laughs> it is poetry. It's just not good. Is it kind of like when somebody says I'm an artist and you look at their painting and you're like, what? <laughs> Stick figures. You literally just threw paint at a canvas. <laughs> I think it's very amazing. No, what? I don't know. There's also really good songs out there. Oh yeah. That when you read them as a poem. It's kind of, you take it a different way. Yeah, I think I know what you're saying. I feel you. I could, I, I think I know exactly what you're saying. Maybe something like this. Would you, you, would you like to share one? <clears throat> yes, let me get into my oh. share my poetry voice. What, what would we call this voice? Like your. I'm not 100% sure, but I will try to pronounce every word correctly as written in this poem, we will say. Poetry. Wait, it wait, goes let, me like keep, this. let me start the music. Oh, okay. Yeah, now we're ready. Oh, that is. 
When Mama took me to Sunday school, they tried to teach me the golden rule. Every time the choir would sing, I'd sit there and play with my ding-a-ling. <laughs> my ding-a-ling, my ding-a-ling. I want to play with my ding-a-ling. My ding-a-ling, oh my ding-a-ling. I want to play with my ding-a-ling. Chuck Berry. Wow. Very nice. Thanks, Chuck. No, yeah, really. Or thanks, should we Chuck. call him Charles? Charles Barry. Here we are on National Bad Poetry Day. Yeah. And Brandon, man, you found a good poem earlier this week. Well, hour. I did, and it, and it really defines my youth. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. So uh, in elementary school, me and a buddy of mine, B.J. Brandrip, we learned this song front to back and back to front. And uh, we learned all the words, and I've forever known it my whole life. So, yeah, even like in high school, I used to sing it all the time. You get into the band. It's been one of our jams, one of our trademark songs. We sing a lot. We haven't sang it for a while now because we've kind of played that song a lot. But, I mean, do you know? Well, I don't know what song you're talking about. Oh, well, I'll, I'll share it with you. Okay, okay. let me cue <clears throat> the music. Okay, cue the music. I will get the voice out here. Just Here comes British poem reading Beautiful, Brandon. beautiful song. And now the first line will probably give it away. Feel free to read along if you know it. I like big butts and I cannot lie. You other brothers can't deny that when a girl walks in with an itty bitty waist and a round thing in your face, you get sprung. Wanna pull up tough? Cause you notice that butt was stuffed. Deep in the jeans she's wearing, I'm hooked and I can't stop staring. Oh baby, I wanna get witcha. <laughs> And take your picture. My homeboys tried to warn me, but that butt you got's making me so. Should Beep. probably stop right there. <laughs> Quite the poem, don't you agree? Wow, Sir Mix-a-Lot. Sir Mix-a-Lot. He's he been was knighted, knighted <laughs> as uh, error of the rump, if you will. All right, we got another recall. What are we putting in our bodies now? That's what we're about to find out. Oh, boy. You're not going to like this one. Did your kids, or do they still, drink Capri Suns? A lot, yeah. Mm-hmm. Do they still? Oh, yeah. Oh, no. Why? My son drinks these at his grandma's house, and I, I, I hate it to begin with. Now, I'm a little worried. Around 5,760 cases of Capri Sun have been recalled. The recall comes due to concerns of possible contamination of this flavor. It's the Capri Sun wild cherry flavor. That's the best one. Yeah. It may be contaminated with a cleaning solution. Ugh, vodka? (laughs) It's a cleaning solution that's used to clean food processing equipment. Oh. So here's how to identify packs that may be contaminated. Look for a best when used by date of June 25th, 2023 on each pouch. Whoa. Cleaning. Cleaning solution in your children's drinks. May. Since they weren't bad enough to begin with. Yeah. June 25th, 2023. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Hey. Or if you feel like a nasty taste in your mouth. These don't taste like wild berry. (laughs) You know how like when you clean your house. Yeah. And then everything tastes like the cleaner. No. But, I mean, I know what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. My mom, I used to wake up to my mom using, I can't remember what the heck the cleaning stuff was, but I forever will remember the the, the smell. And pine salt. Pine, it was. It was and, pine and it was like, it smelled so good. 
and it wouldn't be in our food and our taste, but you could smell it. Yeah. Like you'd leave and you'd still kind of smell like pine salt. I'm a, I'm a bleach girl. Ugh. So yeah, that stuff really gets in your lungs. Oh yeah. It's, everything tastes awful the rest of the day. Yeah. It'll mess with you. But now, hey, you just got to drink a Capri Sun. You can get that same feeling. <laughs> yeah. Just clean your house with hey, Capri Sun. Squirt it around. Look at this dude. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> We're back. It's Thursday. That means it's Dummy of the Day Day. Special guest D. Ray Knight. How's it going? Dummy of the Day Day. Dummy of the Day Day. <laughs> um, Dummy of the Day Day. That makes sense. I mean, somehow I like it. it sounds weird. It sounds like something a dummy it, would say. But it, but it is what it is. It is Dummy, dummy of the Day Day Day. Dummy of the Day Day. Yeah, exactly. We're going to go a little international. All right. Yes. Today we are in England. Merry oh. old England. All right. Around the city of Norfolk. And, and I've got my spot of tea. Do you have a spot of tea? I do. Well, this... Okay. So... There was a party going on in this like neighborhood, this like apartment complex. I think the apartment complex is called Cromer, mm. and uh, there is a, a party going on. There's a commotion in the, like on a Friday night or something like that, and people say, "Oh, no, this loud music, whatever." Next morning, a guy sees a gentleman wearing nothing but socks, underpants, passed out in the parking lot. Beautiful. And his underpants are hiked up pretty high. They're they're oh, no. they're like bikini briefs, and they're the kind of wedging, wedging. Oh, okay, okay. Because the yeah. guy took a picture of this, mm. so you would think that okay, they had a big party. Some guy got drunk, passed out, pantsless. You know, it happens. It happens. The twist is that he was passed out on top of a car. Oh. Mm. Not like on the hood, but on the back of it. Like it was a hatchback. Yeah. He was on up on top of up it. on the top of it. Wow. Passed out on top of the car. Wow, wow. What a beautiful vision. Yeah, the first thing in the morning. Yeah. With a wedgie. With a wedgie. What a way to watch the sun come up. <laughs> You're exact or the moon rise. <laughs> but yeah, no idea why. He goes out, he sees this, you know, he's having his cup of coffee, walking his dog, goes back inside, tells his wife, This is certainly odd. And then goes back outside. The guy is gone. Oh. Ooh. And it wasn't his car either. Oh. He just passed oh. out on, on top. On a random car. Out of ra- on a car. Hmm. Not in a car. Not beside a car. But on the actual car. Interesting. I wonder like, why he chose that car. I don't know why. We shall never know. The, sh- the shape, maybe. I feel like the wife has something to do with this. The wife? Yeah, I feel like that's what's going on here. Is honestly, if you're sneaking out of the house and you get caught sneaking out of the house, what mm-hmm. do you do? Fake sleep. Uh, I'm passed out in my underwear. <laughs> oh my gosh, there's a guy passed out in his underwear and his britches are pulled up high. Maybe that's he, weird. Maybe he had nothing to do with the party at all. Maybe he was sleepwalking. Yeah. Maybe. There maybe. you go. Exactly. Who sleeps with their undies that high? Well, you know, we're not here to judge, Brandon. No. Maybe somebody gave him a wedgie. Maybe or, so. Maybe he, he likes came from Wedgie Town. He likes his knickers up nice and high. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. Okay, time to learn a new hack. Mm, I mean, I have never heard of this before, but apparently this was even on the Today Show a few years ago. Okay. This is how to know if pants are going to fit you without trying them on. I'm in. Okay, so you take them and you have them zipped and buttoned up. You take the waistband and wrap it around your neck. <laughs> And if they touch, they're gonna they're gonna fit. If they if they don't touch, they're gonna be too small. And then then if they overlap too much, they're gonna be too big. 
So this could be a way to try on jeans without trying on jeans while you're shopping around. I would rather try on jeans than be in the store trying to choke myself with a pair of jeans. <laughs> it doesn't look like you're choking yourself. Uh, Yeah, it does. You're wrapping jeans around your neck. I want to try this. Look at my butt and look at my neck. <laughs> it's Jeans, the waist does not go around your buttocks. <laughs> yeah, no. What buttocks. does? What does? It does. Half of the waist, because you have them in half, right? And you put it on your neck. So do you think my neck is half the size of my butt? I want you to take your pants off and try it. <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, I feel sure, you do it first and then I'll do it. <laughs> no. So go. I guess the basic idea is that the average person's waist is twice the circumference of their neck. So <laughs> I can see that science. working out for some people. Not this guy. <laughs> This has been around a long time. I've never heard of it. It's so weird. I bet when we're out there going back to school shopping for the kids, Mm -hmm. we're going to see moms and dads doing this. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. They're wanting to save five bucks, so they're going to be like, these are going to fit you, and they're choking their kid with jeans. No. Like when you're shopping around the store, and you don't know what size your kid is anymore, you know, you just put, put it around their neck, Yeah, and you can pick the size that way i don't what know what if they're too short and long cool you know what's wrong with just grabbing them and putting them around the kid's waist if it goes halfway around chances are it might fit right that narrows it down enough i don't know i, w- I want to try the new hack well try it take michael into a store and choke him out with a pair of jeans how did you and your old wife come up with names for your children well um with my daughter her name is ray lee k and Ray, it would be uh, her grandpa's name. Oh, that's cool. Lee would be her grandma's middle name. And Kay is my mom's name. So Ray Lee Kay. That's cute. Yeah. And then my son is Tucker Anthony. And Anthony would be my dad's middle name. So we got all four grandparents and the two kids. Wow, look at yeah, you guys. Tucker, I don't know why I fell in love with that name when I was a little kid. I don't know why. What are you going to name the new baby? Um, I don't know. That's up uh, up in the air. You know, maybe if it's born, we call it Lucky. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if Megan has some names picked out. Has um, she mentioned any? She hasn't. We've her being um, Lakota. We've thought about maybe reaching out and trying to get some cool names like that. Um, you know, talk to some ancestors and maybe get something passed down. I don't know. Uh, but outside of that, we're thinking Zelda. Zelda. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> You should be on this list. Have you been Googling names? Uh, no, no. Well, we have we have a list of the top Google searches for can I name my baby and then these, oh my gosh, Apple mm-hmm. is on this Apple? list. Yeah, who wants to name their kid Apple? Wow. I guess Gwyneth Paltrow did. She named her kid Apple. Really? Yeah. And you know how millennials name their kids and they all end in like N, like yeah. Brennan yeah. or, you know. Kaden. Yeah. The next one is Amen. Amen? <laughs> yeah. Like Amen? Like, like you're praying, yeah. Amen. The third one, this one's like really, I don't know how they came up with it. Okay. Baby. Just baby. It's like naming your dog, dog. Just baby. Yeah, baby. Wow. Mm-hmm. Batman is number four. Why would you call your kid Batman? There's some weird people out or there. Or Spider-Man or He-Man. Or, or Cinderella, anything. which is the next one. Cinderella, no. I mean, what do you call her, Cindy? Hey, Cindy, what's your full name, Cindy? <laughs> Cinderella. No, I'm wondering if since millennials did the N at all the names, uh-huh. if the Gen Zers are going to go with or, because the next one is doctor. Doctor? Oh, yeah, doctor. <laughs> wow. 
That'd be That's dumb. Weird. I'm gonna name this after what you. A, like you could be Amor. <laughs> I'm Brandor. <laughs> uh, Disney Eleven is on here because of Stranger Things. Okay. Uh, God. Wow. Really? You're gonna go there? Yeah. That don't, that don't make no sense. Google's on there. Heaven. Jesus. John Doe. Khaleesi. Wow. Lucifer. Who's going to name their kid Lucifer? A little devil. I do like the next one. Love. Oh, love? Yeah. You name your kid Love? Sure. Yeah. Yeah, sure, sure. That's And their beautiful. dog's probably called Beer. That is the... Love is just a beautiful word. Yeah, I bet it is. Nirvana, Shrek, Saint, and Zero are the final ones. <laughs> Zero? On yes. Wow. You thought really highly of that kid, didn't you? <laughs> Might as well just name him Void. I mean, jeez, no kidding. Insufficient. Where's the, where's the creativity, like you and the old wife did? You know, they yeah. they need to bring that back. Yep. Get off of Google. So we just went through the top list of Googled baby names, and it was the weirdest list ever. Yeah. I don't know what people are thinking. Zelda, Shrek. <laughs> what I mean, what happened? Is it the global warming? I don't know. Is it the vaccine? People are out of their minds. Why would you set your kid up to fail? I don't know. But we've come up with our own names, and that's the topic of our Roadhouse 5 today. Top five baby names to avoid in 2022. The Roadhouse. One, two, three, four, five. Number five, Biden. (laughs) Number four, (laughs) Amber. (laughs) If you heard. Uh, Number three, Fauci. Uh, number two, Rudy. <laughs> Middle name, Giuliani. Yeah. And finally, number one, top five baby names to avoid in 2022, Vladimir. Wow. Maybe you could go with Amber Putin. One, two, three, four, five. It's time for a health adventure update every Friday. Time yeah. to check in, Brandon. Let's go. How you doing, cleanser? <laughs> I'm doing great. Yeah? I did a four-day... Um, Internal restoration program sucks. <laughs> Where it like cleanses, it go? cleanses all your organs. I did fantastic. Yeah. How are your organs looking? They feel great. Do they? I lost so much like body water. I'll be a hundred percent honest. I can't feel my organs. Uh, is that a your problem? Your organs are over there in the corner, sucking their thumbs. I can't feel my organs. Is that a problem? Should I be able to feel them? Because <laughs> yours feel better, and I can't feel mine at all. Well, come on, Brandon. What's going on? What? Oh, my diet's not going to start until the fair's over. <laughs> I know better. I know better than to fool myself into thinking, let's get cleansed up before the fair. No, I know I'm going to have some fried Oreos. I don't need any of that. I uh-huh. might eat one of those turkey legs. Mark her words. The big corn on the cobs. I oh, like yeah. Those. yeah. I bet you do. What other healthy stuff is there at the fair? Uh, think that's about it. <laughs> <laughs> Footlong corn dog. Uh, no. Not too it's pretty healthy. healthy. I don't it's got all so. that meat or whatever's in a corn dog. <laughs> I don't like the hand gesture that you just <laughs> <The> used. Meat <laughs> that's in a corn dog. I don't know, <laughs> but yeah, no, uh, I'm excited. I just know better. I know, like, even if you don't eat fair food, our life gets busy around fair time, and oh, it so does. it's hard to like be like, oh, I'm gonna go home and eat a sensible dinner. I I don't know. I might be eating Taco Bell. I don't. I just don't know. Why would you go to Taco Bell when you're at the fair? Well, at the end of it all, when it's all closed down, you're trying to go home, but you haven't eaten. Oh, I see. It's like, let's go hit some TB. Let's go. But yeah, so there's my health adventure update. How, 
How you doing? How you actually do feel better? I feel fantastic. Just like three or four days ago, yeah, five days ago, I just started feeling alive. Alive. Yes. Like I just had all this energy and I've been going on walks. And you know that giant hill on Reservoir? Oh, yeah. I went up and down that thing four times in a row. Wow. I've honestly probably never walked up and down that four times in my life. What? Oh, yeah. I've lived in the valley 90% of my life. Never walked up and down that hill. But you want to talk about riding bikes, though. I've been up and down that hill riding bikes a lot. I am so scared to to go on a bike ride with my son and let him go down that. Yeah, dude, that's the only way to live. Because there's a street right there. What yeah. If, what if a car hits them or something? Uh, you call it a street, I call it a ramp. <laughs> All right? You know, you got those little, the the handicap exits and entrances onto that street. Those are ramps. That's what you jump. And if there's a car coming, well, it's part of the landing. Well, I'm just going to stick to walking the hill for now. Uh, lame sauce. But my goal is to be running up that thing. Yuck. Yes. Yuck. Who'd want to do that? And then lunging up it. And then push-upping up it. What? (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. That's silly. Kind of overdoing it here. Yeah. Are you ready for a fair fairy tale? Yeah. Okay, well, I'm wondering if this might have been you and Megan. Where were you guys on Sunday? Can't say. Oh, boy. Well, this couple was arrested after allegedly doing the you-know-what on a giant Ferris wheel in Ohio. Actually, the tallest Ferris wheel in the U.S., it's the, called the Giant Wheel. <laughs> it's in Cedar Point, Ohio. Oh, boy. Ohio. So where were you guys on Sunday? Not in Ohio. This sounds like something that you guys would do. I wish. The man the man and the woman are both 32, so I guess it's not you. No, definitely not. Uh, we're way younger than that. Get this. This is where it gets twisted. Mm-hmm. There's multiple witnesses, including two kids. Okay. Two kids standing down That's on the ground up. watching Wait these people. They're not on the ground. Disgusting. You, you're not on the ground watching them. They had to be in the other. You think? Yeah. And think it's like they're the below them. They were like, what are those around? guys doing? They're wrestling, mommy. Why are they wrestling? They say that they knew people were watching and they didn't care. They even laughed about it. That's messed up. People complained to security. Cops were called. And at first, the couple denied doing anything naughty. And I have to tell you the excuse that they gave. The okay. Come at me with it. She said, the woman said, she dropped a pack of cigarettes. I'm telling you this like it's a secret and we're Mm -hmm. telling the whole world. Yeah, don't tell anybody. (laughs) But she said she dropped a pack of cigarettes. She (laughs) bent over to pick them up. And? And the guy was helping her. Oh, boy. (laughs) He was holding her hips in place. Come on. Come up with a better excuse than that. They later admitted it and they were charged with enhanced to a misdemeanor of the first degree. What? Who came up with that? That is a weird... What? It's called enhanced to a misdemeanor of the first degree. It sounds like a band name. I know. Or something. It's the latest band. They they play at the loud. Hey, what's up, everybody? We're enhanced to the first degree. Welcome. This, yeah, welcome to the stage. Thank you so much. This is our new single called Ferris Wheel. <laughs> it's got a real climax at the top. Do you think they stopped the Ferris wheel so they couldn't get off? All right, it's prank call Friday, and we miss intern Dylan. You know, we really miss him. So we thought we would prank call him. Shall we? I think we should. Your call has been forwarded to an automated voice messaging system. Are you going to leave a message? Seven, four. 
Yes, hi, we are calling about your vehicle's extended warranty. You don't want to miss out on this deal. You could be covered from bumper to bumper, if you know what I mean. This is your last and final call. Wrecked him. Damn near killed him. <laughs> you think we should call him back? Yeah, okay. totally. Let's just keep leaving him voicemails till he either answers or we run out of ideas. <laughs> okay. Your call has been forwarded to an automated voice messaging system. Yeah, yeah. This is a school calling about your lodging requirements. Are you staying in the dorm or are you still staying at the apartment? And if you are staying in the apartment, we have a grant to help pay for your lodging. And it comes with a masseuse, courtesy of Deshaun Watson. I have another message I want to read. Your call has been forwarded to an automated voice messaging system. Uh, hey, Dylan, this is uh, Stephanie. I just wanted to call and let you know that when I was over at your house last night, I left my stamp collection in the sheets. Can you please check the sheets and see if my <laughs> stamp collection <laughs> is stuck in there? <laughs> Thanks. Bye. Hey, Dylan. This is Stephanie again. I just wanted to give you another call to see if you'd pick up this time. Uh, I know you probably miss me. I miss you so much. And I really want to get my Sam collection back. Um, your GPS says you're, like, out in the hills or something like that. But I just want to see if my Sam collection is under the sheets still. All right. Give me a call. Love you. He's going to pick up his phone and be like, what the hell? All these phone calls. Your call has been forwarded to an automated voice messaging system. Ah, uh, yeah, there, uh, Dylan. This is Matt uh, over here. I got your order uh, from Dickie Jane's on my Dolly card. I'm bringing up to you. I guess I've never seen. I don't know why a person needs sixty nine, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I got them here for you. Just need you to sign. Otherwise, I guess I'll hold them in my possession. <laughs> I'm a uh, <laughs> anyway, got him here for you. Uh, give me a dingle. Yellow. Oh, oh, uh, oh shoot. Uh, yeah, hey, this here's Matt. I guess I'm sitting here with Stephanie. Did he answer? He did answer there, uh, Stephanie. And I guess I've got your order here from Deacon Jane's. I didn't know. Does he have my stamp collection? Yeah, do you got her stamp collection? <laughs> <laughs> Is it okay? Well, yeah, yes, you're skimping it. How's intern Dylan? Intern Dylan is decent. I'm shipping up and shipping out. Decent. Night or Saturday. Nice. We yeah, miss I don't you. Know how I'm going to bring my big pallet of uh, Dick and James with me? But I'll figure something out. Yeah. You know, every time we go out in public, people are like, "So Dylan's gone, huh?" Yeah, that's a really? that's a thing. Yeah. Hey. I guess that was a hot commodity. We <laughs> sure do miss our coffees and our monster drinks and our breakfast burritos. Yeah. What are you guys up to? Oh, you know, same old stuff. We were prank calling you, and then it turned into leaving you voicemails. Oh, I didn't even have my phone on me. I went and found it. I'm like, there's no caller ID or nothing. I was like, what the heck? Like, well, it's good to hear your voice. Yeah, you too. Let's uh, Hey, let's find something up. Maybe I'll, I can do some what's the deals for you. Yes, please do. Deal, yo. 
All right, sounds good. We we'll love you. you. Love you. We'll bye. Love, I love you guys too. Bye. Oh, bye. bye. Sandwich. Sandwich. Ah, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> it's time to let the cat out. Here's your weekly recap of all your Hollywood idiots. The cat is out of the bag. Mariah Carey is trying to trademark the phrase Queen of Christmas but only because one of Nick Cannon's baby's mamas was already taken. Vasectomies are growing in popularity. (laughs) That's according to the latest edition of Stuff Nick Cannon and Elon Musk Never Considered. They should try it. Blackish creator Kenya Barris is set to direct a remake of The Wizard of Oz, and it's totally modern... This time, instead of killing the Wicked Witch of the East, Dorothy starts a campaign to defund her. (laughs) That'll do. Millie Bobby Brown didn't know anything about beauty products, so she created a cosmetic company. Kind of like how the Kardashians didn't know anything about acting or performing, so they became TV stars. Ben Affleck turned 50. J-Lo is planning a surprise party where 50 friends will jump out from behind her butt. (laughs) That should crack people up. Miller High Life has developed a beer-infused ice cream bar. It's the perfect treat for families who want their kids to develop an alcohol problem. Mommy, I I need a couple more of them popsicles. And finally, a couple were arrested for having sex on the Ferris wheel in an Ohio amusement park. Sounds like Disneyland's got a battle on its hands for the title of happiest place on earth. And that is the cat is out of the bag. Well, look who decided to join us in Studio 4B. Well, thank you for having me. I'm glad to be here. Ladies and gentlemen, Dr. BJ. Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah, it feels good to be here. I'm. Uh, it smells good in here. Is that your Brazilian bum bum cream? <laughs> Probably. Man, what, it smells what's good. What's wrong, Brandon? Nothing. I just, you know, it's Dr. BJ. I usually just try to be quiet, sit back, let him do his thing. He's kind of, you know, doing his thing. Hey, I'm here and I got it. Don't you worry about it. Give some love advice. You smell like cauliflower today. Yeah, well, my uh, Miss Dr. BJ's been cooking a lot of cauliflower crust pizza and things like that. You know, she made uh, hot wings last night covered in cauliflower bread. Oh, wow. Yeah, absolutely horrid. Absolutely <laughs> horrid. I'm really sorry about that, Dr. BJ. I wish you could have regular wings. You know, Amy just got done fasting. That's what I heard. I heard. Uh, I'm glad that went well for you. I've been doing the same crappy kind of diet over here. I lost 15 pounds of water. Wow. Well, some of it was probably fat, too. Can I get a, oh, yeah? That's a nice diet. Oh, my gosh. What the heck was that? Yeah, you've been watching TikTok or something. My goodness, Dr. BJ. You want to give some love advice or what? Oh, yeah. Fire it up. I just want more. More of what? Never mind. What's the matter? Nothing. I don't know what she wants. I wish he would just figure it out. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. I'm really glad to be here. This is Dr. BJ. And with the fair right around the corner, I want to remind you that all those biker chicks you swung and missed on, boys, (laughs) are now going to be country girls. And you thought biker chicks were crazy? (laughs) Wait until you meet a pretend country girl with a wood frame bed and a room for a horse, but her dad never bought her a horse. So, (laughs) yeah, 
Daddy issues, you bet. <laughs> so good speed, gentlemen. But oh, oh, ladies, don't you worry. The men that were all cut off shirts and wild and free spirits on their bike are going to be dressed up like Rip from Yellowstone. <laughs> now I know it's going to be 80 degrees, but Rip always has a black Carhartt on in all the photos that they are trying to imitate. So prepare yourself. Also, fellas, watch out for the gals trying to be like Beth. <laughs> you don't want that. Remember, if loving another is wrong, then I don't want to be right, Dr. BJ. It's time for our Tuesday Teacher Spotlight. Today, it's about one of my family members, mm-hmm. my Aunt Jana. Her name is Jana Darnell, and she's been a teacher since I was born. Wow. Like, she just lives it. She not only teaches, but when she's at home, she's still a teacher. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you can't get away from it. I love it. With My son is around her because she just sits him down and the teacher comes out in her. And I just love it because I remember being a child and, you know, her doing that with me. So it's, yeah. it's kind of neat to see it. But she retired a couple years ago. She spent time with my grandma. My grandma was sick. And that was like her life. Yeah. And now that my grandma is gone, I think she kind of just felt like she needed to do something. And she missed teaching so much. So now she's back into it. And she's in Oklahoma right now. They've already started school there. And she's she's got this class. And it's only got 12 students in it. A lot of them are behind because of the pandemic. She went without teaching. And she felt like she needed it back in her life. It just goes to yeah. show how teachers are so passionate about what they do. They just, they're always a teacher no matter what. Yeah, they're definitely so. wired differently. They can't help but teach. And there is something special about the way teachers are. Just like you said, how she connected with you as a child and how you love watching her connect with Michael. That's what makes teachers so special. They know how to get through. They know how to communicate as an adult who has the knowledge to someone who is young and doesn't have that knowledge, but yet not make you feel dumb. You leave better. They have that wire about them somehow to to do that and make you feel so inspired and better at the end of a conversation or the class or whatever. And you the, know, and the patience. Yeah, the patience. That's the big thing. A lot of <laughs> virtue. Hats off to all the teachers out there. And I know a lot of teachers that retire and they end up going back because they love it so much. Yeah. And we appreciate you, especially when we're shorthanded. If you have a teacher spotlight, you would like us to share, let us know. You could email Amy at theroadhouseam.com or Brandon at theroadhouseam.com. It's a feel-good moment. A server at a North Shore restaurant is thanking a generous customer for a huge tip, not in the form of cash, but a lottery ticket with a big payout. Shirley Rose, who is 79, works the Kino booth at a restaurant and she was filling in for a coworker when a man named Eddie was dining with his wife and asked to buy two $10 Kino tickets, one for himself and one for Shirley. Eddie asked Shirley to pick the numbers on the Kino card. She told him the dates of her birthday and her son's, as well as a couple other lucky numbers and her age, 79. Shirley scanned the ticket with her lottery app on her phone and discovered they had won $2,000 each. We were like, oh my God. <laughs> like a half an hour, an hour after this happened, I was a mess. <laughs> but it worked out. I have had a lot of extra expenses this year, and I'm looking at putting in a new boiler. This will help pay for that. It gives you hope 
that there's more people like him in this world than there are the bad guys, which we hear about all the time. I like hearing about the good guys. The money comes at a good time for Shirley, who began working part-time at the restaurant to earn some extra cash. But it's the generous gesture of a stranger that means the most to Shirley. She believes Eddie was more excited for her than he was himself. And that's a feel-good moment. Bounced from the Roadhouse is hosted by Amy Rose and Brandon Jones. Produced by Mark Houston. Engineered by Chris Jacquez. Audio and video mastered by Russ Haddon. If you liked what you heard, please rate it five stars and leave a comment.